Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Hello, my beautiful artist friends. It's Jessica, and I am back. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Um, I had a couple of weeks where I did not record because, first of all, I was sick. I don't know if you could hear the tail end of that in my last podcast, um, the one about what to do with old work, but my voice sounded so different. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was recovering from a cold. I um, I got sick a couple of times, like right in a row, and I think it's because of the weather, just like the winter, and then... I have been working so hard on my house renovation and really putting a lot of energy into that. And I, there was a couple nights where I didn't get much sleep. I've just been working on so many projects. And um, I think that my body was just depleted and I, um, I got sick. So I took a couple weeks off the podcast, but I am back now. I'm so happy to be with you guys. And I hope you enjoyed that last podcast. I thought it was so inspiring and informative to hear about, you know, what other artists think about this topic, about what to do with older older work and how to best utilize it to catapult your career forward, whether that's with sales or um, with working with galleries or press. Um, there's lots of different suggestions in there about what to do with old work. Um, lots of different, more creative suggestions than just like burning it or tossing it with the trash or carting it around with you forever. So take a listen to that if you haven't yet. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about it as well. But today... Um, I wanted to talk with you guys about scheduling for success as an artist. And this is a really, really important topic. And um, believe it or not, I only really started scheduling things seriously like two years ago when a coach that I was working with uh, really suggested uh, using Google... um, Google Calendar and because Google Calendar actually syncs with your phone and with your computer um, if you have Gmail and um, and it's just so easy to write down everything that you have to do and since then I've really built out my calendar to be like this journal basically for my entire studio career and I feel like I'm learning new things about it like all the time like now I've discovered all of these different like checklists and different things that you can do um, so that you really stay on task and it's so helpful and I can send myself reminders. It's like amazing. So I just want to talk about scheduling your, uh, your, your art career basically so that that can make it happen because if you're anything like me, 
Sometimes we can have these like really big dreams about what we want to accomplish during a year or even like what we want to accomplish during a week or a month. And before we know it, that week or month has passed or even that year has passed and all that potential has not been realized because we never actually sat down and did the work and like put in the hours to actually create that thing that we want to create. So um, scheduling has been absolutely fundamental in creating some of the success that I've seen, particularly over the last year. I scheduled really, really intensely this past year in 2022, and I had my most successful art show ever because in part of my scheduling and how much I stuck to it. And um, I also did a lot of other things, um, going to an artist residency, buying a house. Oh my gosh, it's just been so much. So um, scheduling is amazing. So how to schedule for success as an artist? So number one, you want to identify your big goals for the year. I like to work in big chunks. So it doesn't have to be one year that you work with. But for me, um, since it is the beginning of February, it's still the start of 2023. Um, For me, at the beginning of the new year, I like to look at my entire year and kind of plan out what are the cycles that I want to be involved in this year. What are like the big projects that I want to invest my time into? Um, And it doesn't have to be anything public, honestly. Like I did a lot of public things last year, like with with the big solo show and curating the Legends of the Moon and all that stuff. But for you, it may mean just like creating 12 masterpieces, something like that. Or, um, you know, creating a studio that you love. That could be a really big goal for you. So think of Think of like a couple of big goals that you want to accomplish this year. For me, I have some big goals. I don't know if I want to share them yet um, for 2023 because they're kind of still in the works. But, um, but, I have, but I do have some big pockets of time that I know will be devoted to certain things. For instance, I have an artist residency in March, which is coming right up. Um, in Scotland. And then I also have another artist residency coming up in July in France. Um, So I'm going back to France this summer. um, And this one's going to be in a different location. It's a different artist residency. So I'm really excited to experience uh, something different, you know, and and see how that works out. And um, so I have some different ideas for some big projects this year. And um, And I want to make sure that I'm able to accomplish it and not basically squander that opportunity that I could have had to leverage these amazing things into more press, Um, you know, more sales from my collectors, um, you know, collecting new collectors. And um, so I don't want to just kind of go through the motions and do these residencies, for instance, what I want to do is capitalize on them so that they can be a springboard into a new level of my career, just like last year's were. So how do I do that? Um, One of the things that I do is 
I, I write down what do I want to do around these goals to maximize them. So for instance, with a residency, I could write down the number of pieces that I want to make during the residency. I could write down what I want to share with my collectors before the residency. For instance, am I going to pre-sell the work before I even make it? That worked really well last year. Um, So do I want to do that? And if so, how many emails do I need to send? Um, How many posts do I need to make? And what kind of supplies do I need to take? So basically, it's just planning out how am I going to leverage these opportunities so that I am prepared and so I can make the most of it. Um, and, And then once you know that, then actually scheduling it in. For instance, this might mean Uh, If I want to send three emails before the residency, letting my collectors know all the details about the residency and the artwork that they can collect and what to do to pre-sell work, then scheduling in like maybe three weeks in advance, like I'm going to send one email this week, one one email this week, and one email this week, and write down the exact day, the exact time that you are going to complete those emails and send them. Um, You can get really granular and even do this with social media posts. For instance, if you want to grow your Instagram this year, or if you want to grow your TikTok or whatever your platform is that you're trying to grow, then you could actually write down in your schedule, I am going to post something um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon during my lunch break, something like that. and then I'm going to engage with accounts for 10 minutes. So, and you can actually plug that into your schedule instead of, you know, just wishing and hoping that something good happens to you because of social media, you could actually plan to grow. This episode is sponsored by the Luminary Artist Academy. The Luminary Artist Academy is a six-month self-paced transformational course for contemporary realist feminine artists to blossom into the higher level of professional success from the inside out. The Luminary Artist Academy was written for you. As an artist myself who has been through the dark night of my own soul and through the thickets of my own limiting beliefs, in order to come out on the other side, I feel the struggle and I know where you are. I know the desires that you feel and the frustration at feeling like they are out of reach, and I have discovered the keys to unlocking your own potential and totally transforming the reality of your creative practice and your experience as an artist in a very short time after doing it myself. And I wrote the Luminary Artist Academy to share this process with you. So the Luminary Artist Academy is a comprehensive, detailed, step-by-step course that takes you on an odyssey through the inner chambers of your heart and soul to your creative practice and out into the world where you shine your confident feminine light as a luminary in your field. This course supports you every single step of the way to guide you into stepping into your highest version of yourself within your artistic career and your life. Don't let another year go by just thinking about it and without taking action. Being in limbo, saying next time or I'll do it later, is the reason why you feel like you're spinning your wheels and staying stuck. 
By doing the same things in the same way, you'll likely be in the same place you are now, six months from now, if you don't take action. Take the first steps today to believe in a different future for yourself. The gallery shows press celebrating your work and sales pouring in from your art is what you know you are meant for and what you ultimately deserve. Your most aligned artistic career is waiting for you. It's time to believe in yourself and value your dreams. I believe in you. Explore the course via the link in the show notes or at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com. And you could make this one of your to-do lists for the day. And, and you know, posting something on social media, that's pretty easy. And if you have that on your to-do list and then you're able to check it off, that will give you such a feeling of accomplishment. Then it's not going to be something that's like, oh yeah, I post on social media. No, that's like a business action. And you get to feel really, really good about that. So all these things, even these minuscule things, that actually really do move the needle in your art business, in your art career, write them down on your schedule so that you know what you can be doing to to build that momentum forward. And because what this does is it organizes your mind so that you you know that you are putting energy towards your art career. Everything that you do, whether that's like creating a new piece of art, sending out an email, um, posting on social media, applying to an art show. All these things, they send out these like, these like little energy bursts into the world. And, you know, they're going to be picked up by the right parties to receive them. But if you're not actually putting out that energy, then how can anybody receive it? So even though you think like, you might think like, oh, well, Instagram is dead. Why am I even posting on there? Nobody's even seeing it anymore. The right people are going to see it who resonate with your work. Um, I, I've thought that about Instagram over the past year, like, oh, why am I even on here anymore? Um, but at the same time, a couple of pieces that I have posted that maybe only like 100 people liked, or there's one that only like 50 people liked, but guess what? Somebody saw it and they messaged me and they said, I want to buy that. And guess what? That post was for that one buyer. So don't get discouraged and think like these actions are too small. Every action that you take towards your art career that is thoughtful is going to move you forward in your desired reality. So basically, um, identify your big goals. That's the first step. Number two is to set them on your calendar. So um, for instance, with my residencies, I have put them on my calendar and then I have um, put down how many hours will it take you to accomplish this goal? Let's say that you have a solo show in December and you can, you can put the date of your solo show in December and you think like, I want to make, and then you go, okay, how many pieces do I want to make? Let's say you want to make 10 pieces for your solo show. How large are those pieces? How many hours will each piece take? And you know, you can figure this out by looking at 
your work in the past, like how, how much time do you need to complete different sizes? And so break down how many hours it'll take you and then add 20% because it always takes a little bit longer than you think. And then look at your calendar and schedule that time in, like working backwards, thinking like, okay, so I need this much time to actually physically get to that goal um, and then schedule it in. And this will really minimize a lot of your stress because it can be really stressful to have a huge goal that you've never achieved before. Um, And you can think like, well, how am I going to make all of this work before this deadline? But if you actually break it down and then you set it up so that during certain points of the day, during, during the week that you schedule in, you are going to get those hours in and you're going to follow through on that, then this, this puts it into bite-sized goals, like painting for three hours today. Can you do that? Can you paint for one hour today? Um, and it, it gives you like a bite-sized goal so that you can actually feel good about it and feel like you're moving towards your goal and feel like you have accomplished something. It gets the ball rolling and um, it again sends out those like those little energy bursts into the world, into the universe, so that other people can can pick those up and you know know that you are moving forward. You're moving energy forward as you do this. Also, it will calm you because you will have a plan. And you will know that you're doing everything that you can to achieve your desires and your goals. And it will also increase your self-respect too. I will say this, like having like a schedule and then following through on that schedule is like the number one thing that you can do to increase your self-respect because you are going to, people respect other people who follow through on their promises And if you're somebody who falls through on her promises to herself, it's going to really grow your self-respect and other people will really pick up on that integrity and the way that you take yourself seriously. So um, it's only good things. So bite-sized goal scheduling will also prevent burnout and uh, promote pride in your abilities because you're only going to schedule something that's doable during the day. Like painting for three hours is doable during the day. And that's that's something that you're going to be able to do without like totally burning out. Whereas if you tried to paint for 10 hours a day for two weeks leading up to a solo show and trying to get all the work done before then, that would be very stressful. But if you plan it out beforehand and you just follow your schedule, then it will just go like clockwork and you're going to you're going to be so much more relaxed as you reach that goal. And before you know it, you will reach your goals. Just have to follow your own plan. And it does take a little bit of mental gymnastics at first and some work up front because you have to look at your months. You have to look at what else you have going on in your life. Like, do you, do you have a wedding you have to go to? Do you have a family vacation you have to go to? Um, do you have another day job you have to work around? What are some things that might be challenges to actually accomplishing this goal? But if you put it all in, in your schedule, um, then including those things that might be challenging, 
um, including like a day of rest, including a week of rest, then you can know what's coming so that you can plan around it and you can actually uh, follow through on your dreams. So this is a really, really practical kind of short episode that I wanted to share with you guys that has been so instrumental in me achieving my goals last year and hopefully this year as well. And you know what they say, even if you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you will land among the stars. So let's say that you do not accomplish all 10 amazing pieces for your solo show. For instance, maybe you only accomplished eight, but guess what? If you didn't schedule all that out, maybe you would not have even done that. So you are going to tap into a creativity and a consistency and um, you are going to accomplish so much more with the constraints of of giving yourself these constraints that will help you actually be more creative um, than if you just allowed yourself to to never do it <laughs> um, or to do it only when you feel like it and you and I both know that sometimes sometimes we just don't feel like it and um, we can't let that become a habit. It's much better to build that habit of creativity. So I hope this was really helpful for you guys. Um, it's been such a helpful concept for me, and I hope it is for you as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So you can email me anytime, um, jlebor at jessicalebor.com. You can send me an Instagram DM, Jessica Libor Studio, or the Visionary Artist Salon. And um, as far as a life update, I am almost done with rehabbing this house. It has been such an amazing journey. It's been a lot of work. It's been an art project of a different kind of scale. I have been doing lots of painting, uh, painting of walls, painting of trim, um, painting of my studio floor. (laughs) Um, Right now, today, I had like a big tiling project for my kitchen and my bathroom. So I'm learning lots of things, lots of YouTubes. I just finished, oh my gosh, I just finished the German Schmier, which is a, I did this on my fireplace because it had, it was made of stone, but it was really ugly stone. It was like 1950s uh, stone. It was really dark really dark mortar in between and it was like really smoke stained and um it was just dragging down the vibe of the whole room and um and somebody that I know suggested the German schmear I had to google it but it's basically where you re-mortar everything um you just kind of put a new layer of mortar on top of the existing mortar um in like a lighter color and then you you um, use a sponge to kind of dab the mortar over top of the stones and it gives it like a whitewash effect. It's so beautiful. And this, it really elevated the whole room. It was so much work. Oh my gosh, it took three days, but it was, it was its own art project. I mean, I have so much more uh, respect for like construction workers and anybody who's in that industry now, because all of that takes a level of precision and um, know-how and really it is its own art as well. Um, yeah, so we are not the only artists (laughs) out there. Um, but yeah, so I have been working on my house. It's almost finished. And now that it's almost finished, I can 
finally again turn my turn my attention back to my art and I can feel my desire to get back into my art projects and um, I have so many ideas for a new body of work for 2023. Um, I kind of want to go in like a more spiritual direction for 2023, uh, thinking lots of drawings and some really like magical iridescent paintings. Um, going along the lines of some of the themes that I've explored before, um, but in a more spiritual direction, a kind of universal spiritual direction. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be really exciting diving back into my studio practice and, um, yeah. And as far as, as far as my coaching and courses, um, I am going to be giving a free workshop coming up soon. It is called reinvention. It's about reinventing yourself as an artist. And, um, because I feel like that's something that I kind of did last year and I'm still in the process of doing, I feel like I'm going to do it like every year because every year I want to like reach new heights and I know that you do too. So if you want to join me in this free two-day workshop, um, there will be like a workbook and two live sessions. So if you want to join me, um, you can be on the lookout for that. And um, I'm going to announce more about that very, very soon, but know that that is coming. So I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you enjoy your weekend and I can't wait to connect with you in future episodes. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.